Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com. For all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 480 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Adam, joined by Jill. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. It's read an ebook day week, which is a weird way of saying that. Yes. Um, yes, that is. Yes, that is. Know? Well, we have a decent amount of people that will listen on Friday, which is read an ebook day, but it comes out on Thursday, which is when most people will hear this. So it's, so it's read, book, read an ebook day eve. Oh, that's such a better way of saying it. Yeah. It's read an ebook day eve. Um, September 18th is read an ebook day. The sixth annual read an ebook day uh and it is basically a celebration of digital reading it's very straightforward we created the holiday here at overdrive to just highlight how awesome digital reading is hey now more than ever since basically every one of us is reading from home and almost entirely digitally and being very selective about the physical books that we access um so jill had the idea that that we should just talk about reading book day and do what we've done in the past, which is uh, we're going to bring on a bunch of our coworkers one at a time and just do some book recommendations based on, you know, whatever they're interested for the day. So we'll do that in a little bit. Um, some information on reading book day. If you guys are interested in partaking, first off, read an ebook. It's right there, the title. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very straightforward. Um, but if you go on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I guess, I don't know how TikTok works with hashtags, but uh, if you use the hashtag ebooklove and just share what you're reading or why you love ebooks, uh, our social media specialist is going to pull a bunch of random ones throughout the day and we're going to give you guys some Libby and Sora swag, some hoodies and coffee mugs and all sorts of stuff. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of giveaways. So hashtag is ebooklove. Um, but yeah. What are you going to be reading for reading ebook day, Joe? So I'm going to be reading His and Hers by Alice Feeney. Um, I love Alice Feeney's books. Um, I know when her first one came out, Sometimes I Lie, like two years ago, I think. Um, this was one where it was like passed around the office and had like twists no, none of us ever saw coming. And this is from people who read a lot of these types of books. So his and hers, um, I'll read the description. When a woman is murdered in Blacktown, a quintessentially British village, newsreader Anna Andrews is reluctant to cover the case. Detective Jack Harper is suspicious of her involvement and he'll, until he becomes a suspect in his own murder investigation. Someone isn't telling the truth and some secrets are worth killing to keep. So yes, please. That sounds great. That is an extremely Jill book. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got the notification um, that my hold came in, I think on Sunday, and I was very excited. I'm like, oh, perfect. I have something to read if you're reading ebook day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I had just started last night and I will definitely be reading it still by Friday because it's over 800 pages. Uh, the Evening in the Morning by Ken Follett, which I have mentioned was one of my most anticipated books of September, which is the month that we're in. Uh, it's a prequel to Pillars of the Earth and it's set in 997 CE, which is like the end of the Dark Ages. And much like most of his titles, first off, it is <laughs> lengthy. Um, but also, this is a it's prequel to the Pillars of the Earth, and it follows three different lives. Um, there is a young boat builder who is what the, boat, the story opens with, who's, who I was reading about last night. Uh, he dreams of, he has this like future that he wants, that he's excited about, and he's gonna go and marry this girl, and he's going to start his own life as a boat builder. And like basically immediately, uh, the Vikings come and destroy his town. Uh, so that gets, that gets wrecked. Um, and then there's a, a Norman noble woman who follows uh, her husband across the sea to a new land. And then they find that life is there is shockingly different. And then there is a monk who is at the Shiring Abbey who dreams of transforming his little abbey into um, kind of like a center of learning throughout Europe. And that's kind of the main part that ends up being, I think, the prequel to Pillars of the Earth, because Pillars of the Earth is all about building a, a giant cathedral. So uh, Ken Follett has this really amazing way of making books about things that I don't think I'd be interested in extremely interesting so like he wrote an entire series of books about building a cathedral and like I know nothing about architecture but it was super fascinating and like even the beginning of the evening in the morning he's do he has all these like very technical terms about building a boat things I know nothing about but it's super interesting and I don't know how he does it but it's it's delightful so anyone who can make me want to read a book that's 800 pages about boat building you know they're a good writer there you go uh, so that's what we're reading. We're going to grab some friends in just a second here. But before I do that, uh, if people want to get a hold of you and I, how can they do that? You can go to our website, professionalbooknerds.com. We are on social, um, on Twitter and Instagram, at ProBookNerds. And you can email us at professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. Yes, you can. Okay. So we've got a bunch of friends that whose voices you may recognize from past episodes coming on in just a second here so we'll uh depending on who's available right now i'm not going to say who's coming up first because i don't know because i'm going to reach out to them right now so hold tight and now we're going to take a quick break for a word from this week's sponsor when is the perfect time to plant trees and shrubs big box store experts will tell you anytime or Hmm, great question. But the best time to plant is actually fall, which means now is a time to go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Skip the big box stores and head to fastgrowingtrees.com, the world's largest online nursery. There's no more waiting in line, messy cars, and digging through a lackluster selection. Just go to fastgrowingtrees.com and choose from the thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, and plants expertly curated to thrive in your area and delivered to your door in one or two days. Whether you're looking for shade, privacy, fruit trees, or just added color for your yard, every plant is shipped with a well-developed root system ready to explode with new growth, uh, with a new growth come spring. This is so cool. I was so, so excited when we got this new sponsor. Uh, I love fresh fruits and vegetables, but I am horrible at planting things. And so the way that this service works is amazing. I ordered uh, some lemon trees and some blueberry bushes and it tells you right on the website, 
here's how long you're going to have to grow these until they will yield fruit. And it was like 18 months. So in less than two years, I'm going to have a ton of my own blueberries and lemons. Um, and it also tells you exactly based on your location, what can grow where you're at. So you don't randomly order like, I don't know, a dragon fruit tree if you live here in Ohio like we do. And there's this, uh, if you go online, they can actually, because I'm terrible at growing things, they have like a 24-7 uh, people available, right? And they're live plant experts, and it's just a phone call away seven days a week. So they have plant care and growing advice. This is an amazing service, and Joe's going to tell you about a really, really cool uh, offer that they have for our listeners. So now through November 15th, Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash PBN for 10% off. It's 10% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash PBN. Again, to get this awesome deal and get your own trees and shrubs and fun plants, go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash PBN. Okay, so first up, we have Abby, who has been on a bunch of our quarantine episodes over the past few months. Uh, and first off, hi, Abby. Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> we're, we're good, you know, and no one's ever, I don't think ever really good, but we're, we're fine, you know. It's better it's because reading ebook day is coming up, right? Look at you, good job. So there what you are you reading for reading ebook day? So I will be reading Finding Freedom, and I'm pulling it up right now because I horribly forgot the name of the author. But I'll be reading uh, Finding Freedom by Omid Scobie. And it is the book about Harry and Meghan. And I haven't started it yet, so I'm really excited. I've been saving it for a special occasion. And I thought that reading ebook day would be a nice special occasion uh, because Overdrive is incredibly generous and gives us an hour to read during the day. So I feel like that's pretty special. Um, I was never really obsessed with the modern royal family. I went through a huge uh, King Henry VIII obsession in high school. Thanks, Philip. Yeah, so so this is kind of like my foray into the modern royal family. And I think it's just because uh, Megan's from America and she's so different. And she kind of went came in and started breaking all the rules. And so I'm really excited to read it and find out about them. Plus, I'm obsessed with the name Archie. So I'm kind of just obsessed with Meghan and Harry. Uh, I might even watch The Crown after this. I don't know. TBD depends on how the book goes. Uh, but I'm just really excited, especially because I know the modern royal family is kind of an enigma. We only see what they want us to see. And I feel like this hopefully is going to be an actual inside look to some of the dynamics. Uh, so that's what I'm really mostly excited about. Nice. Um I do love, you mentioned Overdrive giving us all an hour to read during the day. I love when they send us that email. They're very specific. They're like, give yourself an hour to read during the day in addition to your lunch. Like they want you to know like, no, no, no. Enjoy some time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're the best. I'm going right, to miss well, the lattes this year, but. I think we talked about this in past episodes. We're going to miss the, yeah. the wonderful coffee creamers and all those. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, thank you for joining us, Abby. Thank you. Have a good one. You guys have a fun day planned, probably. Next up, we have our friend Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so what are you reading for Read Any Book Day? I am reading We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. 
I was pretty excited because I didn't even time it perfectly, but it just magically happened this way. My cold became available in Libby, go Libby, uh, yesterday. So I can't wait. What's it about? You probably want me to tell you why, huh? <laughs> That'd so, be great if, you, if you're interested. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but... So I love Nina's writing because it's Nina. I call her Nina because I got to take her slow novel out, of course, this summer, and she's amazing. Um, but she's just got such a slow, like a gentle pace all the while. She's just like building tension and making you super crazy about what's going to happen next. And also, why am I on this very soft journey? You feel like you're on like a, a little tiny tugboat, just heading towards a waterfall. Like, oh God, I'm going to die, aren't I? Um, but apparently this one is a ghost story. Oh. Love a ghost story. Spooky season. Love. I know. Spooky so season. really excited. Yeah. And the cover is gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. So. You know, I always love a good cover to a book. Yeah. I have to wait until this is out to see what you guys are reading on Friday, don't I? Oh well, I mean we can probably slack you. We just mentioned ours earlier. <laughs> so in the for the sake of listeners so they don't have to hear what we're reading like <laughs> we can just slack and tell you if you want. Okay. Like okay. Private, private business. Well, yeah. it's really lovely to see your faces. Do you need me to say anything else, Dave? Just about how nice it is to see people. Um, sure. How yeah. What <laughs> It's nice to see people <laughs> from the office. Hello, friends. I'm actually in the office as we speak. I was speak. just about to say for a half a second, I was like, you're not in your bathroom, are you? It's just like that closed, you know? No, no, no. I see that it is the office. You don't typically probably have soundproofing in your bathroom. I yeah, I don't have soundproofing in the bathroom. Fortunately, I, um, no, I have meetings that this, this will be interesting for everybody. No one. I have meetings no today that are easier to do in person. So ah, I'm here gotcha. in our lovely All right. office. Cool. Well, I hope you have a rockin' mask. And Jill, I hope you're surrounded by kitties. Um, okay. Next up, we have Andrea and Christina, because it felt right to bring them on together, because they, in the past, usually are on together. So we'll start with Andrea. What are you reading for Reading Ebook Day? So I am rereading in preparation for a read um serpent and dove by shelby morin Maher, i don't know sorry shelby yeah i'm not sure um, i think it's mahurin yeah and this is a book that you told me about and all you said was enemies to lovers and i was like stop that's all i need to know um there's so more i read to it when it, it first that. came out huh there's more to it than that yeah okay but that's all you need to know um, so Lou and Reed are the enemies and Lou is a witch and Reed is a witch hunter and she's a witch in hiding and through circumstances, they end up having to get married and then it's a very slow burn into lovers. So it is enemies to lovers and marriage of convenience. Like, yes. um, I'm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus witches. Plus witches. Um, and then the sequel, Blood and Honey, came out at in the beginning of the month. So I am rereading Serpent and Dove to prep myself for Blood and Honey. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm very scared for Blood and Honey because I've seen some of, like, the reactions on Instagram and Twitter. And people are like, my heart, it's breaking. How could you? And I'm like, okay. So it's like, it's taking me a while to reread it because I'm so scared to read the sequel now. But there is a third I, book yet to be published, so I have, I still have hope. 
I do love, because um, that happens all the time on Twitter and like Instagram and Goodreads where people are like, oh my God, you broke my heart. And there are some times where authors are like apologetic, but I like the other way where like um, Margaret Owen is doing this with her, her books, uh, Merciful Crow and Faithless Hawk, where people are like, you're breaking my heart. I'm on page 160 of the second book. And she just leans into it. Like she'll respond to their tweets like, good, I want you to feel that. I'm like, that is, that's the powerful energy that I love. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Highly recommend, um, especially since I bought it after I read it and I'm rereading it. So and there's no um, love triangle, so. No, there is. So, Krista, there's no love triangle. No, how I feel about that. It, it's a very direct two and two, one and one, and one. I don't always love enemies to lovers either, though. It has to be like a believable slow burn. Otherwise, it it's is. like. Okay. It is. Yeah, no, it's a believable slow burn and they're very like. Okay, all right, I'm in. It's not like they, the next morning they're like, well, we're married now. So I guess we'll make this work. Right, no, no, okay, good, then I'm in. So what, uh, Christina, what are you going to be reading for Reading Ebook Day? I am re- going to be reading, I'm on, I'm hoping that my um, hold releases. I'm going to be reading Big Friendship. It's by, and I'm afraid I might butcher this, uh, Anaminta So and Anne Friedman. They host a podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. Um, and it's all, actually one of my best friends recommended it to me and said I would love it. And she was like inspired by it. So I like checked it out and I actually was in between the ebook and audiobook, and like all throughout this entire quarantine, my like audiobook listenership has just completely died. Like I haven't listened to an audiobook in a really long time. I just, I'm never in the car and like I'm home with a toddler. So it's usually, you know, baby bum on in the background all the time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the audiobook because they actually do the audiobook. The the authors who own the podcast do the audiobook too. So I'm like, oh, this will just be like the podcast. So I'm really excited. I don't know anything about it other than that. It's like how, as we like grow, um, become mothers, go off into our careers, do whatever. We have only a couple of burners in our life that we can like tend to. So a lot of the times as we age, we kind of like don't tend to our friendship burner and how important that is to like keep that going. And I'm really excited about it. It's supposed to be very funny. So I um, look forward to listening to it when it becomes available. I did just finish um, A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. And that was really, really good. I'm home with my parents and this, the house phone rings. They're on some, I don't know, they're on some like call list where like they get inundated with like sales calls they just don't answer it but their phone rings all the time and they've become like numb to it they don't hear it but like anytime I'm here I'm like oh my god your phone it rings every 15 minutes um so sorry about that but yeah I really liked uh, Discovery of Witches big fan I just started the series on Shudder that new streaming service for horror movie fans I don't know how that ended up there because it's not like super horror I guess like vampires and witches and all that stuff but really enjoyed that haven't started the second one that's a lie I started like 10% of the second one and then it like returned and I haven't checked it back out not the best reader these days everyone. they're big books so it takes time yeah um I can say as one of your close friends Christine and her husband have become like spokespeople for Shudder in our little group of friends like I feel like I get a a Shudder recommendation to add that service like once a week it's great it's great I mean it's like any like horror movies themselves there's a dime a dozen when it's a good horror movie so a horror movie streaming service it's not there's not a lot of good stuff on it 
but you occasionally find a rare gem and so we've we've we should get paid by Shutter because we've like gone through their catalog and definitely like figured out what was good and we've also like eliminated the the gore I hate like un you know unnecessary gore so we we've weeded those out so terrifier um all right well thank you both Andrea and Christina for coming on and helping us out you are welcome Next up, we have our friends Emma and Katie joining us. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. So um, we're gonna start with Emma. Emma, what are you reading for reading ebook today? Um, so in classic fashion, when you guys asked me about this, I had a list of four potential options that I haven't yet decided on. Uh, it kind of depends on the mood that I'm in on Friday. Um, but I think I've narrowed it down to two. So I'll just mention those two briefly. Um, The first one that I'm hoping to read is American Royals by Catherine McGee. Um, Her second book in this kind of series just came out called Majesty. And that reminded me that I need to read the first book. Um, And I believe it's young adult. And it's basically what would it be like if the United States had a royal family. Um, The cover is fantastic. It sounds delightful. I just read a very serious book. So I do think I need something a little bit light, maybe a little bit more fun. So I'm hoping to read about that. Um, My sister sister loves those books. Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) She's a big fan. That's good to hear. So that's the one I'm hoping I think I'll read. Um, The other one that I said was, oh gosh, A Court of Thorns and Roses, almost bungled that, by Sarah J. Moss. This is not a new book. Everyone has been on this train. Everyone on my team has told me to read it 70 times. Um, I have checked this out from the library a good five times. Have I read it yet? No. Um, we all have books like that. <laughs> okay. um, I'm really hoping to. It's a YA romance. There's like elements of fantasy. Uh, it just, everything I've been told about it is definitely something that would be up my street. And I just, for whatever reason, have not gotten into it. And so I'm hoping that read an ebook day is the day. I will say for listeners who are relatively new, if you are interested in Catherine McGee, She's on episode 401. I interviewed her about American Royals. It's actually super interesting. Like, I was but I was expecting it to be just like a light, like rom com. Which, yes, there's elements of that, but there's also really fun elements where, like, because America has a royal family, the implications of that are like, well, all of the things in the past history that would have changed, like various wars, it would have different outcomes. And she's like, so like the whole geopolitical aspect is different and so it's just really fun to like have these little things where she drops in where it's like yeah the French Revolution wouldn't have really have happened so Les Mis the book was never written like these like little random tidbits that she drops in because of the world she's created it's very fun I think you're really gonna like it that's so cool though that's so thorough to just Mm -hmm. think about all of the like ripple effects Mm -hmm. of what would happen in this kind of alternate United States but anyways, I'm excited. And I'm glad to have extra time to read on Friday. 
Um, Katie, what about you? So I am going to be continuing to read uh, Darling Rose Gold, which was recommended to me by someone on Emma's team, actually. Um, so one of our on-staff librarians. So it's basically a fictionalized version of um, the kind of mommy dead and dearest story, uh, what's the documentary or um, also the Gypsy Rose um, and Dee Dee Blanchard uh, situation where the mother has Munchausen by proxy, which is just extremely fascinating and um, feigns all these illnesses for her daughter. And so her daughter obviously grows up, basically it's child abuse and it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but it's just a really fascinating mental condition. And so being, you know, someone who's interested in, in true crime and weird documentaries, I'd seen Mommy Dead and Dearest and then uh, The Act on Hulu and then heard about this book that came out that again is more like a fictionalized version where at least so far the mother didn't die, she went to prison instead. So it's, um, it's just very interesting. It's told from both of their perspectives and kind of goes back and forth in time from like when the trial happened, when the mother was found guilty, and then as they reconcile when she gets out of prison. Um, so it's, it's, I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, it's be knowing that it's, you know, based on that real story. It's like, hmm, like that's not how it happened. <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, hard to, to kind of say, okay, I understand you're fictionalizing this, uh, this story that uh, I'm familiar with, but it's a good read and a quick read as well. Yeah, yeah I recommended. Like yeah, recommended by Emma and also I think Jill and I both. And oh, okay. You're going okay. to need to shower when you get done with this book. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's <laughs> good to know. I also just got a new shower stall installed, so that that the timing works out perfectly that my bathroom yeah. reno is done. Um, and I also, I need to plug the last book I finished, which I just talked about with Jill. I actually just finished reading behind bars and I'm not just saying that because I like Jill and she's uh, obviously one of the hosts of the podcast, but um, I did just finish it and uh, without even thinking, took a screenshot of my Libby experience for an email we had going out and saw that it was in my like currently reading orb and Jill pointed that out to me. She's like, how oh, cool. Um, so if I hadn't already finished that, I would have been finishing that for read an ebook day, but I uh, just finished it the other day and it's great and you should all read it. And um, now I know a lot more about prison libraries and go. my friend Jill. There you go. Yeah, that's you. Oh, that's that's much more heartwarming than Darling Rose Gold. <laughs> yeah, I would not say that Darling Rose Gold is heartwarming. No. I'd say it's no. extremely disturbing. Um, yeah. Without giving anything away, how far along in the book are you? Like halfway, two thirds? I'm like halfway. Okay. So, so the thing that happens in the end that okay. is like banana pants. Like, is that why I'm going to need to shower? I'm really curious to see where it's going to go. Like, if she is and going to end up killing her mom, I mean, I probably would. <laughs> it's dark. It, it's, it's a dark, dark book. But yeah, it's yeah. delightful. This is a it, twist. I'm not talking about a dark book on this podcast. It's true. Yes. Wow. So I'm, I'm taking that over for you this time. We've never been on the podcast together, so. Um, I just yeah. love the fact that um, Jill's memoir about 
prison libraries is the lighter of the two. Yeah, yeah. Her her memoir was heartwarming. Yeah. Uh. Absolutely. Yeah, so oh, fantastic. Well, thank you both. We we much appreciate you. Yes. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Bye. Enjoy your reading ebook day. Next up, we have Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. So what are you reading for reading ebook day? So this is going to depend on what comes through first of my holds, because I've put a few uh, books on hold that should be coming to me today or tomorrow. And the list is Then She Was Gone. The Last Flight and Catherine House. So uh, Catherine House is on there because I saw it on Jill's Instagram and I was drawn into the cover. And then I bugged her and said, hey, what was that book that I forgot about? <laughs> and she reminded me. But something that's a little bit, you know, going back to school on the campus, something spooky is perfect for this time of the year. Um, and with the other two, they're both kind of in that thriller, not quite mystery, but something a little um, suspenseful for this time of year. I know The Last Flight has been recommended by a lot of overdrivers. And then I keep seeing people review Then She Was Gone on Goodreads. And so I thought that that might be uh, something that would catch my interest on a chilly day. Yeah, Jill did a whole... uh... A whole, solilo- a whole soliloquy, I think it was last week, about Catherine House. It was <laughs> delightful. It was like, I honestly think it was like the longest, like, single thing about a single book, like, ever. It was so great. I, you can tell Tiff- Tiffany now if you would like, but. No, me. I mean, no, yeah, no, I just, I, you know, feelings about the ending. That's all. Not good oh, or bad, just. Jill. Not- okay, well, that just, that just narrowed it down, I guess. I want, I want my reading eat a book day experience to be like the idyllic dreamlike experience of just sinking into a good book that I'm going to love through and through. And if I know that I might not love that one in the end, maybe. Oh, we'll see now. Just forget that I said that then. I I don't know. You might love it. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. What are we having like a Stephen King it conversation here? No, it's not a Stephen King it conversation. Okay. Well then I'll still keep it on the list. (laughs) This is my favorite. I love people that are like trying to determine in like real time what they're going to read and be like, well, this, this is, you are not the only one. I, when I sent out the email to all of our friends being like, Hey, come on and talk about one book for reading ebook day. Like four or five of you were like, so I have a list of four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thing. It is, but are people of the mind that they want to start a new one or want to continue one they're reading? It's been a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people are, like, in between books. And so, like you, they're waiting, you know, to start. They're waiting to see what comes in. And I also think they're waiting to see what mood they're in on Friday, which I think plays a lot of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, right now, and I think it's supposed to be like this on Friday, but, like, right now, it's cool. I got a can going on. It's fall. It's fall, y'all. Yes. That, the that fuzzy, is a the fuzzy moccasins. Yes. <laughs> fuzzy slippers, blanket. Um, that, you know, elicits a certain type of book you want. And I do think it's going to be the same on Friday. But if it was a, you know, like a super sunny, warm day, I don't know if I'd want to read. Well, and I also books. do think, 
like on the podcast show, we always recommend, you know, lots of specific books, but the truth is about all of us at Overdrive, like we're just like any other library patron where all of us will go in <laughs> and basically be like, I'm going to put 15 books on hold <laughs> right now. And then I'll borrow one that's available now. And then I'll get this deluge of f- seven books available so we can use our hold re-livery. My favorite. Uh-huh. My favorite. Hold re- yeah. So is The Last Flight by Julie Clark? Yes. I just got a lucky day copy. So look at that. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, all three of those sounded interesting. And I am I am definitely somebody who wants to start a new book on reading ebook. I can remember different days yeah. in the office in previous years sitting down and be like, okay, starting a new one with my coffee. I'm going to have yep. to make myself some delicious espresso drink that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll definitely be something new to me, even if I'm in the middle of a book. And I guess we'll wait and see which one it's going to be. Yep. Fabulous. I like we've had so many mentions of the coffee. Like, I feel like... It's important. It is important. Like, I don't... Listeners are probably... We're like, maybe maybe we don't understand. polarizing, but when the question is tea or coffee, there is no question for me. And I find people who don't like coffee confusing. It's not that I'm judging them. I'm just confused by it. I just think it's so, like, particularly, like, the coffee on reading ebook day has gotten so many mentions among so many people. It's well, I mean, we did have a included. coffee bar. <laughs> yeah, we had a coffee bar. Spice latte, a plenty. It yeah. was. It was like the first, like the first um, year or two. They like, first they go all out with like pages and everything, but the first year or two it was like just coffee creamers, and then they got like pumpkin coffee from Dunkin' Donuts that was made in the office. But then last year, like you said, Tiffany, they literally like they made our open area that is in the middle of our office they're just like they brought in a coffee yeah, baristas bar. yeah yeah like baristas actual baristas making like lattes and flat whites and all yes. sorts of delicious. i think my favorite was just seeing an, uh, a line of you know young men from our development team all standing in line for their psl yeah. like that is heartwarming to me yeah <laughs> yeah everybody yeah. got on board it was delightful um yeah i'm i'm of course saddened by the state of things and that we can't be in the office. However, this does mean that I can up my read an ebook day game by being in like really comfortable pants. <laughs> that is oh. true. I got my futon waiting. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I um on read an ebook day, we're doing an all team stand up our company wide, like once a month our company, we all get together for this meeting. And I am presenting, quote unquote, basically just being like, here's what we're doing for reading ebook day. And yeah, I'm going to have like a literary t-shirt on, but rest assured, I will have like Christmas sweatpants on or, you know, like pajamas basically. Cause... Oh, and I got my uh, Libby sweatshirt. So the one with the finger holes, you guys, you have to get one. They are so great. Um, and because it's so cold this week, it's like we've got this mm-hmm. cold snap going on. I was like, yes, I can wear that and read an ebook day and I won't be too toasty. I'll be perfectly toasty. Yeah, it's the perfect amount of toast. It is the perfect amount of toast. Yeah, <laughs> oh, amazing. All right, well, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you both. Okay, so the last, we had two more books we wanted to add to our collection here uh, because the people couldn't join us. Megan, who is a frequent guest who reads more than anyone else in our office, I think she like usually tops over 300 books a year. Uh, she is reading The Organ Thieves, The Shocking Story of the First Heart Transplant in the Segregated South by Chip Jones. And the, uh, the description calls this The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks meets Get Out in this landmark investigation of racial inequality 
at the core of the heart transplant race, which sounds really, really good. Um, this is this is nonfiction, yeah. So African American nonfiction sociology. This sounds like a Megan book. <laughs> this sounds so much like a Megan book. Um, but it Chip Jones is a Pulitzer Prize nominated journalist, so you know that it's going to have a ton of really great detail. And it talks about the horrifying inequalities surrounding uh, the death of a black man, Bruce Tucker, in 1968, who then his uh, his heart ended up being literally stolen out of his body and put into the chest of a white businessman. So, uh, yeah, this is extremely a Megan book. And then um, Ricky is rereading The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. Uh, we don't need to talk about how wonderful that book is. Everyone has heard us talk about it a lot. But the most important thing that I want to give a shout out to Ricky about this, uh, if you follow Overdrive on Instagram and Twitter and places, you may have noticed an, an adorable tiny little puppy that shows up uh, randomly in posts now. That's because Ricky got a little Alaskan uh, Eskimo dog, and its name is Kiko, and Kiko is named after the character in the Night Circus. So there's your connection. But seriously, go follow Instagram or Overdrive on Instagram and Twitter because she shares pictures of Kiko every once in a while, like next to a book, and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, okay, those are all of our reading book day recommendations from some of our friends here at the office and from the two of us. Um, hope you, again, you can use the hashtag ebooklove on Twitter, Instagram, all those different places for a chance to win some free uh, Libby and Sora swag, including the hoodie that Sydney just mentioned, or not Sydney, that Tiffany just mentioned, uh, she'll be rocking, which is very, very comfortable. And yes, it does have thumb holes, which is like the number one thing people have told me that they're excited about. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that people should know about for this day or anything else going on? I don't think so. Ooh, I did think of one more thing. I'm glad that I paused for a second. If you want an additional book recommendation or you want to be part of a really cool book club, right now there is the Libraries Transform book pick going on. It's very similar to uh, Big Library Read that we do all the time here, but it is presented by the American Library Association. However, if you go on Libby, or, um, you know, if you go on your Overdrive website and you're going to borrow a book front and center on just about every library in America, you'll see uh, Book of the Little Axe by Lauren, um, I get the name right, make sure that I don't butcher this. Uh, it is by Lauren Francis Sharma. So it's called Book of the Little Axe and it's the Library Transforms book pick and they have a hashtag there that you can follow along and join the conversation. So um, again, it'll be available as an ebook at just about every library with no weights or holds. So that's another cool event going on that you'll see front and center. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that is just about everything. I hope you guys have a lovely reading ebook day, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. 
Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.